Hello, welcome to Perry on Privacy, episode number 26. So I thought we'd have a little break from GDPR. Uh, it's been a very busy week, uh, talking, answering questions, and uh, it's building content really regarding GDPR's new policies. And I thought I'd take a, a step back today and just sort of, as it's the weekend, talk about digital culture and uh, just my thoughts on it in general, really. Um, somebody once told me that your culture is what you allow it to be. And I think that's very true for your digital culture as well. Uh, your digital culture is what you allow it to be. So if you allow yourself to be insecure, zero privacy, you know, real muddle when it comes to online activities, then you're going to struggle. You're going to keep having to reset your password. You're going to get compromised. Uh, you're going to have problems with things. And in general, you're not going to like technology very much because it's going to be giving you a hard time. Um, I was walking down the street in Toronto yesterday and I saw some like a uh, group of 20 year olds or something, teenagers go past me. And I just caught a glimpse of their conversation saying how, oh, how one of them hated technology and hated capitalism. And uh, it sort of reminded me a little bit about, you know, when I was that age and uh, I felt similar ways, you know, and especially technology. I was very sort of into traditional techniques of doing things, the much more manual way, uh, more labor intensive was my preference. I didn't have a computer. I didn't have a mobile phone. In fact, my friends found it very annoying trying to get hold of me because I, um, I'd only use email for communication and I'd only have email when I had Wi-Fi because I didn't have any mobile data. So I had to keep running around to different cafes to get Wi-Fi, send an email here, an email there. And it actually led me to build a, an app that's still around today for the Android. It's called uh, TO Wi-Fi, which lists a lot of these uh, Wi-Fi hotspots. Haven't really updated it much over the past year or so, but uh, it still does have some uh, contributors that do help out with it from time to time. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I um, lost my trail of thought now. Oh yeah, digital culture. So your culture really is what you allow it to be. So if you allow yourself to be uh, insecure, mixed up, a real muddle, you're going to have problems with technology and you're not going to like technology. But I think technology can really work for you and it can really make your life easier, more efficient. There's many other benefits uh, to embrace technology, but it has to be done in the right way. And there is nobody really tells you what the right way is or how to manage these things. There's there's ads and there's a sort of, you know, process online for signing up and people click the boxes and they don't read the terms and conditions. I think that's a big problem. Um, people don't realize their rights and responsibilities, their terms of use, acceptable use, their privacy. And if you're relying on an online service, these are some very key points to know. So, it is important if you're relying on a service to read those terms and conditions. I know they seem very laborious, but uh, I actually found a new website that sort of breaks them down. And I will be sharing the link to that website in the description because I, th I think that's got a lot of um, potential. It's in its early days right now. It doesn't have a lot of websites on there, but I can see there is uh, people contributing to it. 
and it's got some potential. So reading the terms and conditions, ensuring you're using a password manager. I think that's um, really very important these days. You know, our brains don't work very well remembering passwords. People forget their passwords. I know uh, one year, 80% of our support requests were password resets. It was um, a lot of work. So ensuring you have a good password manager will not only help ensure you have the most secure password, but also you'll have unique passwords for every website, which is a big uh, improvement to your security. Because if there's a, a data breach somewhere, then what likely happens is your password is compromised and then it, they try and use that on different services. And if you're reusing your password, that, that could be the biggest problem. So not reusing passwords and our brains can't remember all these different passwords. It's just not possible. So password managers really are the only way to go. Uh, Two-factor authentication on that. I think it's essential. Uh, I like the Authy app. Uh, it's free. You can download it for iOS, Android. You can get it on your computer as well. So you've got a backup. You can sync all these things up. You just get a quick code to log into all these websites. And it makes it a hundred times more secure than just having a weak password, a thousand times even. So two-factor authentication, password manager. The third thing I'm going to mention is a domain name. I think there's so many more uh, opportunities for you when you have a domain as opposed to not having a domain. Uh, domains can be pretty cheap. They can be about 10 to $15 a year at the cheapest. Um, definitely recommend investing in a domain name renewing it every year and also the password manager you're going to have to pay for that because the uh, the free ones they have limited functionality and to really get the synchronization and the maximum security of two-factor authentication i think you do have to pay for them so these these sort of costs are going to run you about 50 dollars uh, every year uh, 50 to 60 dollars or so and i think it's essential you know if you're going to use the internet and you want to be secure private uh, a domain name to manage all your emails, um, you know, gives you that portability from moving from one service to the other, not tying you into one particular uh, email provider or ISP. It gives you that flexibility, data portability. And password managers make it a lot easier to remember all your passwords. So I think these are two essential services to uh, to consider if you're you know, using the internet that many users don't, um, don't really get told this stuff. So yeah, just my thoughts for today. Well, thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Bye for now. Hello, welcome to Perry on privacy episode number 26. So I thought we'd have a little break from GDPR. Uh, it's been a very busy week, uh, talking, answering questions and, uh, building content really regarding GDPR's new policies and I thought I'd take a, a step back today and just sort of as it's the weekend talk about digital culture and uh, just my thoughts on it in general really. Um, somebody once told me that your culture is what you allow it to be and I think that's very true for your digital culture as well. Uh, your digital culture is what you allow it to be so if you allow yourself to be insecure zero privacy 
you know, real muddle when it comes to online activities, then you're going to struggle. You're going to keep having to reset your password. You're going to get compromised. Uh, you're going to have problems with things. And in general, you're not going to like technology very much because it's going to be giving you a hard time. Um, I was walking down the street in Toronto yesterday and I saw some like a uh, group of 20 year olds or something, teenagers go past me. And I just caught a glimpse of their conversation saying how, oh, how one of them hated technology and hated capitalism. And uh, it sort of reminded me a little bit about, you know, when I was that age and uh, I felt similar ways, you know, and especially technology. I was very sort of into traditional techniques of doing things, the much more manual way, uh, more labor intensive was my preference. I didn't have a computer. I didn't have a mobile phone. In fact, my friends found it very annoying trying to get hold of me because I, um, I'd only use email for communication and I'd only have email when I had Wi-Fi because I didn't have any mobile data. So I had to keep running around to different cafes to get Wi-Fi, send an email here, an email there. And it actually led me to build a, an app that's still around today for the Android. It's called uh, TO Wi-Fi, which lists a lot of these uh, Wi-Fi hotspots. Haven't really updated it much over the past year or so, but uh, it still does have some uh, contributors that do help out with it from time to time. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> I um, lost my trail of thought now. Oh yeah, digital culture. So your culture really is what you allow it to be. So if you allow yourself to be uh, insecure, mixed up, a real muddle, you're going to have problems with technology and you're not going to like technology. But I think technology can really work for you and it can really make your life easier, more efficient. There's many other benefits uh, to embrace technology, but it has to be done in the right way. And there is nobody really tells you what the right way is or how to manage these things. There's there's ads and there's a sort of, you know, process online for signing up and people click the boxes and they don't read the terms and conditions. I think that's a big problem. Um, people don't realize their rights and responsibilities, their terms of use, acceptable use, their privacy. And if you're relying on an online service, these are some very key points to know. So, it is important if you're relying on a service to read those terms and conditions. I know they seem very laborious, but uh, I actually found a new website that sort of breaks them down. And I will be sharing the link to that website in the description because I, th I think that's got a lot of um, potential. It's in its early days right now. It doesn't have a lot of websites on there, but I can see there is uh, people contributing to it and it's got some potential. So reading the terms and conditions, ensuring you're using a password manager. I think that's um, really very important these days. You know, our brains don't work very well remembering passwords. People forget their passwords. I know uh, one year, 80% of our support requests were password resets. It was um, a lot of work. So ensuring you have a good password manager will not only help ensure you have the most secure password, but also you'll have unique passwords for every website, which is a big uh, improvement to your security. Because if there's a, a data breach somewhere, then what likely happens is your password is compromised. 
and then it's, they try and use that on different services. And if you're reusing your password, that, that could be the biggest problem. So not reusing passwords and our brains can't remember all these different passwords. It's just not possible. So password managers really are the only way to go. Uh, Two-factor authentication on that. I think it's essential. Uh, I like the Authy app. Uh, it's free. You can download it for iOS, Android. You can get it on your computer as well. So you've got a backup. You can sync all these things up. You just get a quick code to log into all these websites. And it makes it a hundred times more secure than just having a weak password. A thousand times even. So two-factor authentication, password manager. The third thing I'm going to mention is a domain name. I think there's so many more uh, opportunities for you when you have a domain as opposed to not having a domain. Uh, domains can be pretty cheap. They can be about 10 to $15 a year at the cheapest. Um, definitely recommend investing in a domain name, renewing it every year, and also the password manager. You're going to have to pay for that because... The, uh, the free ones, they have limited functionality. And to really get the synchronization and the maximum security of two-factor authentication, I think you do have to pay for them. So these, these sort of costs are going to run you about $50 uh, every year, uh, $50 to $60 or so. And I think it's essential. You know, If you're going to use the internet and you want to be secure, private, uh, a domain name to manage all your emails, um, give you that portability from moving from one service to the other not tying you into one particular uh, email provider or isp it gives you that flexibility data portability and password managers make it a lot easier to remember all your passwords so i think these are two essential services to uh to consider if you're you know using the internet that i think many users don't um don't really get told this stuff. So yeah, just my thoughts for today. Well, thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Bye for now.